Welcome to a new episode of Vipar, a show where we explore the journeys of entrepreneurs and the businesses that they've built. With me this week is Deep Malhotra, who is an entrepreneur, a real estate developer, an author, and also a prospective movie director. Yeah, you heard that right. This guy is doing amazing stuff, and this guy has no limits. I mean, I don't think you know there's anything he can't do. And when I first approach Deep for the podcast, you know, he he didn't even know me that well, but he sent me his book, which is called Brick Cement and dot com. It's basically about Deep's journey as an entrepreneur and the stark realities of you know starting your own business. And I finished the book today, you know, without giving anything away. The one thing that really stuck with me was. you know the simplicity with which this book was written so uh, it was very simply explained all the complex topics that are there were very well explained you know everything about business and about deep's journey as an entrepreneur and you know there are so many things you can learn from this book like if you're walking the path if you're an entrepreneur if you're just starting out i think there is an immense value which you can unlock when you read this book and one simple sentence from the book that really got me thinking was intuitiveness might be more important than intelligence something to ponder over isn't it so deep welcome to the show i'm i'm really excited to have you and how are you doing Hello. thanks a lot yeah thanks a lot uh, for calling me in for the show i i uh, think this is an interesting one and thanks for the introduction yeah i mean <laughs> it made me look really uh, huge which i am still learning and many things so it gives me a sense of you know jack of all trades master of none maybe <laughs> well you you had an amazing journey and when we first spoke you told me how you started your first company onmag.com when you were just around what 18 or 19 and yeah how did you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur like was there any particular moment when you knew deep down this is what you wanted to do like you were made to do business uh you know it's it's kind of interesting there's not a particular moment as such that i would have thought that i want to become like a business guy but when you come in from a business family you know it's there you know you're talking about business every day uh, in the family on the dining table uh, generally even if you're in school uh, when you're on the dining table you would be talking about business but funnily i never wanted to join in my family business which was the real estate business uh i was i was totally aware of us of it and uh, that's the reason why i started pretty early to you know diversify or get into something very different i was 10 years old and i started doing computer courses and i wanted to do something in computers for me you know i started working when i was in college i was i think 16 or 17 i started uh, doing my first job as a graphic designer with a company called hangama.com and i was their in-house graphic designer and then i moved into a company called jessubai digital media i was a you know a part-time designer there too not for the money but mm. only out of the fear that you know i will have to join the real estate business and i don't want to do it so that's the reason <laughs> and i i always thought that i was a little you know on the creative side of it so then i did my first dot com i think so that time the dot com uh 2000 era in in india that was the early days uh, of the dot com per se 1998 to 2000 so i, I stuck with this idea called uh, onmag.com which was an online creativity magazine encouraging anyone who could write uh, who's into photography and give them a platform you know any mm. amateur writer can get a platform to display their talent and we used to tie up with you know magazines like india today uh, reader digest and we used to provide them with writers 
and uh, we used to get like a commission. So that was that was the business model. We used to give you know photographers to MTV as a freelance photographers per se and all. Uh, but I mean, the timing maybe per se wasn't that great because that's when you know the dot com bubble burst after that yeah. year or so. And uh, I could get the fundings from friends and family, and I couldn't sustain it for long. And then I realized that maybe you know I should step back and understand you know doing a business is not that easy that you launch something and you can go get away with it you need to learn so i did my mba then hmm. uh, you know that was my journey for my mba which was a masters in advertising and communication more so and because i was very much on the bent of getting into the advertising world uh, though i was i was a commerce graduate i wanted to do something in advertising but when i did my internship with mudra i realized that yeah boss it's going to take a lot of while to you know go up hmm. the ladder and let's stick to digital and that's when i joined readif.com and uh, readif was my journey where i started off that is the point now coming to the question that when it struck me that i want to be an entrepreneur i always considered even my job as doing a business so for me even if when i was working in a company i was considering this this is like my company i want to do it so it was in the blood uh, mm. early days i think so when i was very much in school what the earliest of the memories that i can remember is we had done we used to sell jeans you know a couple of my friends uh, during summer vacations we used to purchase jeans when we were like 10 years old or 11 years old i don't even remember that and we used to do exhibition of jeans and we used to sell it so i think that, that was the early point when you you know realized that wow mm-hmm. this is business like 100 rupees dalo and you can get 200 rupees and there's no limit to it so that is where it it stuck me that maybe yes business is something but i was never like just want to do business but do a combination of stuff that's where my journey started mm. in digital with reader google um, fox myspace.com all of that yeah i mean yeah i mean that uh, early sale that you must have made when you were 10 would have felt so good right like this it doesn't matter the money doesn't matter but it's just the act of doing something like this creating something of your own that is so pleasing i i feel it it, it is it is because uh, i remember you know that was early days maybe it was 10 or 11 i don't know uh, how old we were but we used to do this you know at that time you know there was this craze back in 1990s of wearing jeans or levis and lee jeans and all and we used to get it from one of the uh, wholesaler and two of my other friends my uh, childhood friends we used to do these uh, you know exhibitions of selling jeans uh below my uh, you know we had a garage in there that is where we had to do it and i remember once we did a once we did a, a, a an exhibition and one of the guys who were trying out the jeans he actually broke a glass table <laughs> and our entire like you know you know the money that we were going to earn it just got cut by like 50% oh, shit, and uh, we realized uh, then we realized that you know yeah that's how it is difficult to do business and uh, that is an early lesson that you can get out of it from there to when i was running on mag also many interesting stories around that and how did you find your way into google like i was reading your book and you told me you were one of the founding persons of google india's marketing right. so uh, so no in back in 2000 and five there was no google india entity per se so there was an google inc office in hyderabad and bangalore there was a r and d office so we were probably we were selected a bunch of us uh, would be uh, who were like the first guys who set up the google india founding team uh, wow. and we were uh, so we I, i was part of the dso the direct sales team which is responsible for the topmost clients you know uh, for for the company at that time no one knew what google could do like what is google advertising and also we used to meet up with the top level guys 
you know, educate them on Google AdWords. So how I got into it, I mean, uh, because of my experience in .com, I guess early in 2000, I was very much with it. I knew what I wanted to do. I had designed the entire website. I had run a business in .com and then Rediff.com. So in sales. So the combination of that was fairly rare at that time because yeah. no one knew much about, uh, you know, online advertising per se. So I guess that is where uh, the match happened and I got picked up when you have to one thing about google is that if you want to actually get into google uh, you need to have a lot of patience so you have like 17 15 or 16 to 17 interviews that you have to go through so seriously yeah, yeah that's what that, that, i mean and it's good it's awesome it's an awesome experience wow, so, and that time they didn't have an india team so you used to have these calls at four o'clock five o'clock in the morning you just got into it and that's when mm. we join in that was great opportunity. There's great opportunity, great luck. Because uh, you get because... to work with the cream, right? I mean, when you were in Google and that, I think that was just the beginning of the digital era, like 2000, 2001. It was just beginning and you get yeah. to work with the clients. Like you get to work with the biggest in the industry. So that must have been some sort of an experience. Totally. But, uh, you know, the funny thing is that, you know, a, yes, you get a great exposure because of the fact that we were, it was not a Google that, you know, like outsiders would know it'll be like a big company and you have a lot of these, uh, things that you can do. We have amenities that you can take care of. Nothing like that happened. We were working out of a business center, uh, in Kalina and we were like seven of us in a room, which was maybe around uh, 200 square feet odd. <laughs> and we work out of a business center there. Because it was a startup. So I think so the opportunity was more so because Google that time was a startup in India. Hmm. So the exposure that we had, we could meet up with, you know, the biggest of the clients, uh, you know, represent the company, explain them the concept that versus maybe now it's become too big, you know, it's and that's, big. that's yeah. maybe, yeah, it's, it's a, I, I was responsible also. Uh, was in part of the recruitment team wherein we actually hired a lot of the early sales guys there. I uh, did a lot of these uh, campus recruitment drives and all that stuff. So, you know, that entire exposure, I really doubt when it becomes really big, is it possible to get it or not? So that versus that, that was a great opportunity, great timing getting in there. And that changed a lot of things, you know, that changed a lot of things in the industry, uh, worked quite well for me to also, you know, make myself at a position in the industry that you know okay fine i come from a founding team so there's certain kind of a thing at a very early age which yeah. was great yeah and okay so this is like a switch for you you were working for google at one point of time and then you got into real estate so <laughs> how does it feel like going from being one of the top founding guys of google india's <laughs> marketing business to then pivoting to real estate how how challenging was it for you to make that switch? Yeah, So for me, I mean that that the first decade, I think so, from uh, maybe 1999 or 2000 to 2010, because after Google, I joined in MySpace.com in the founding team. So then three years after in Google, uh, it started becoming really big, and you know we thought I wanted another challenge. So like I said very early that. I was very much interested in working in an environment, which was more like, you know, I'm doing my own business. So when that happened, started getting a little less chaotic because I love chaos. So for me, uh, I thought I want another challenge and MySpace uh, that time was setting up in India. Uh, the Fox Interactive uh, was doing the MySpace launch. So mm. that is when I joined in as a senior director there, uh, did the launch for India, Southeast Asia. And it was great. 
And then I think so there was a wake up call because my dad had a stroke in 2009. You know, he was doing the real estate business. I never wanted to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But in real estate, the issue is that once once generation starts it, the other generation has to take it to the next <laughs> level or you have to, you know, just wind up by, you know, cutting down your losses. So mm-hmm. I thought very naively in 2010, after 2010, I thought I'll take a sabbatical in 2011. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just like six months may finish off two projects which were on and somewhere down the line, get back to where I'm good at or, you know, what I have passion for, which is digital Mm. and media. And I realized after like six months in 2011 is when I thought, and now where we are in 2020. So (laughs) I know there's no way out. So I I then got it. So that was the journey that made me join and being the only son, I had to take over certain responsibilities. I could have gone to the US, uh, you know, start afresh there. I had an opportunity there, but I didn't want to be penny wise, pound foolish. So like I earlier said that, you know, if you're from a business family, then business runs in your blood. So for Mm -hmm. you, you won't be like, you know, boss, I'm not going to cut my losses because when I was going to couple of developers at that time trying to sell my project, uh, they were just giving me penny change for that. And uh, that, and they were big guys and they were just offering Mm. us like really peanuts. And there's a lot of hard work put in uh, to acquire those uh, projects. So I thought, doesn't make sense. Let's uh, do it on your own. And that's where the book starts. Actually, if you read the introduction (laughs) of my book, it starts with an on the negotiation table with one of the, I've not named anyone. But it's one of the biggest developers in, in, in our city, what he was offering me. And when I walked out from that meeting, uh, one of the very senior executive in that meeting told me that if you want to make money, son, go ahead and do it on your own. Because no one is going to wow. offer you, you know, the money that you're thinking that you deserve. So that stuck on to me. And uh, I thought, yeah, maybe let, let me try this out. And then you started like when you came to the real estate world, you did not stop. Like you started a company called Gemini New Ventures. So that's exactly tell tell us something about that. Like what does it do? What do you do with that? You know, one thing about me is that you know I don't uh, give up easy. I'm very persistent. We know so that. I thought, yeah, boss. I I, I said, boss, yeah, real estate se chhodni paunga. To lekin main media se apna pair nahi chhodunga. So that's when I started uh, Gemini New Media Ventures. That company was initially started off in 2011-12. The idea behind that was, you know, at that early time, it was all about, you know, getting this new talent and the incubation of startups. Mm. So we started that off out of my office was below my bungalow. And uh, we started and we were shifting out of that place and we were going into a different office. So I made that entire bungalow into an incubation center. And we tied up with a lot of these uh, institutes in uh, engineering institutes. And we tried to get these talents on board. And we used to give them three months to six months and give them an incubation mentorship, uh, wow. help them grow their business and get the funding. And uh, that was a great journey. And that's when I got married to in 2011. So me and my wife, we started that off. Uh, she comes in from uh, experience in corporate in Airtel and Hindustan Diva. And we thought, let's start and do something like this. What, what yeah. a way to start a marriage, isn't it? Totally. <laughs> totally. That was the whole idea. I mean, the thing was that if we are if, if getting married, we should start something. And uh, real estate was something that I had to do. So I thought maybe I'll exit out of it soon. Uh, but in the meantime, let's start this so that, you know, once I'm out, then somewhere down the line, the media business 
we can just take it over and expand. So that was the thought process behind it, that simultaneously build businesses. And that's when Gemini New Media started. From incubation, we actually pivoted that. I've pivoted a lot of my businesses. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we started as an incubation, but then we realized very quickly that incubation as an idea it can be, I'm not saying it's flawed, but somewhere down the line, you can't build a business in uh, three months. or Not so. scalable. It, it's, it's, it's probably. Not. And, uh, you know, it's not a recipe book. And a lot of people are doing it. Maybe I'm wrong, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm no one to say that. It's, but my experience has been that uh, it's not a recipe book. You know, that this is a business which I'm building a pharma business and I can, you know, change it to a logistics business. It can't be done that way. Every businesses are different. So then we thought that rather than doing incubation per se, we are going to convert because then we shifted into our office and we converted an entire space uh, for co-working. And we started getting, uh, you know, startups, early businesses, uh, SMEs who would want like a one seat, two seats. And we help them give a real estate solution, let them not worry about the infrastructure. We give them everything and we charge on a per seat basis. And that was fairly early in 2013, 14. And that time the co-working funda wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, WeWork has recently emerged as a co-working space, but you guys came up with an idea far before that. I mean, that's amazing. So that for that, we'll have to rewind a little bit when we set our Google operations in India. When we were working out of the business center that time, uh, you know, I was paying a huge amount of money for those that 200 square feet place. And that was like some 4 lakh rupees or something like that because we were paying dollar rates that time because it was a business center. And that was the only business center which was there that time. So, and they had a global deal. So that's when I realized coming in, you know, so it's a combination. I come from a real estate business, but I'm doing tech. So that made me think, yeah, this is great opportunity. Like mm. uh, if any international company who's coming to India for such a small place, they have to pay such a high price. That means that's a great opportunity. So from, I would say 2005, I thought let's replicate that entire thing and build it out as a, co-working space per se because you know business center was like it was a very rigid format you know business center is like you have to do a commitment of this much period of time uh these many seats should be committed all of that a co-working is basically you know you know pay as you go you know it's a one month notice Mm. that you can give so startups and early businesses want something like that so that is where we got on to and currently we are like 300 seats uh, and we're, we're adding another 300 seats in the next, I think, 12 months or so. So it's 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 gone in great. I mean, that business has taken off over a period of time after pivoting it into a couple of things. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, man. I mean, really, you know, I, I wish you all the best for that business. And it's it's not the only business that you're into. And it's funny, you know, actually, I found out about you from one of the Instagram posts, which talks about your startup, Beck Friends, right? And that's right. I was blown away by the idea. I mean, using unused bag space of people who are traveling between cities. How did you even, how did you come up with the idea? Like that is amazing. I think, you know? So yeah, that again, you know, what I realized in my journey is that everything that you start, uh, even if it doesn't work out, like, you know, it's not necessary that it's not going to help you out in some way or the other at a later stage. So, uh, you know, when we started Gemini New Media uh, Ventures as an incubation, we were tying up with uh, institutes and I realized that incubation doesn't work. Maybe we thought, let's try to get our hands dirty. So that's when we thought the only way this can work 
as an impactful business, if I want to create something, I have to get my hands dirty. So I have to become a co-founder in the company that we invest or incubate. Uh, so we, we got in, you know, there were two guys from Bits Pilani who were working with us and we got in together. And that time there was a lot of this, you know, thing about intra-city deliveries, you know. So there yeah. was a model where it, in Bombay specifically, say if you want to send something from one place to the other in the city, uh, it takes a lot of time as a same, same day delivery or a couple of hours delivery. It was quite a difficult task to do. Say for an example, you, have, you want to send something or you have say forgotten your charger at home. And now you want that charger back in office. What are you going to do? So for that, we thought there's a great idea. Let's have these riders who are going to run around in the in the city. That was somewhere in 2016, 17, we thought of this thing. We thought, let's do something like that, that if you want to get anything delivered, we're going to do that for you. And we had this tie up with, you know, courier guys in the part time, they used to do those delivery for us. And we had also on our roles, a lot of these riders. So we did a lot of deliveries and then we realized then again, the pivot happened and we realized that yeah, boss is a lot of money. It's a money guzzling business because, you know, if you look at the Swiggies and the Zomatos and all that kind of stuff, the delivery guys and to maintain that entire thing, that's a money guzzling business. So we yeah. thought, how do we pivot? You know, how do we make a business which is not so high on operations cost? And we thought, what if we make everyone a delivery guy? What if wow. you're traveling from one place to the other, specifically international, and if you can let go of your luggage, so for an example, you're going from Mumbai to London, you have 30 kgs of luggage that you can carry, but you are just carrying 10. Now these 20 kgs is going for waste. What if you can monetize that? And if you can monetize that, either you do it by giving that particular thing to us, or we had this particular thing wherein you can do it through a tie-up through an airline. And there are merchants who are buying that space because international delivery, it's a very high cost delivery. Uh, in logistics. So we thought this is where the idea sits. And we actually pivoted that entire thing into something very different. And we made it into a traveler delivery network. And that's a reason from a very high operations cost, we brought down to a very tech-led business. And to very simply put, it's an Airbnb for your luggage. <laughs> you know, you're, you're basically selling space of your luggage and you're getting money out of it. So there is where we are sitting at and it's it's done phenomenally well. We have done like uh, around 40, 45,000 odd deliveries. Uh, of course, the travel, international travel is hit now due to the COVID. But what we have done is in this time of six months, uh, along with writing my book, <laughs> I, could, I could finish the book during the, uh, during the lockdown. We have built the product uh, into a very robust thing and we are actually going to launch it now as, as a very different thing, which is also on the B2B side. So that has helped us. You know, We are doing tie-ups with a lot of these airlines and all now. And once things get back to normal, we're just raring to go, you know. So because that's where the business is. I feel that it's a win-win for all the parties. I mean, you get your space. The the airlines do not miss out on the, you know, the customer can sell his free luggage. He can monetize that. And the I think even the airlines are, you know, happy about it. Like you can, they can, they can get more customers on board. So I think you've strike the perfect balance. Like it's a win-win situation for everyone. That's yeah, it. so that is that is something I guess that's what we are now uh, you know basically betting on because once the international travel is going to open up, it's not going to be cheap because there are a lot of factors along with that. There are a lot of costs that they have to cover. So something like this is what is going to help travelers to travel uh, travel cheap 
and also take care of for merchants on the logistics cost. So I, I think so it's, yeah, maybe it's a six months of an issue that we face, but somewhere down the line, there's great opportunity waiting now once things open up. And you touched upon briefly about your book and you wrote a book in the COVID situation. So whenever there is a crisis, you make complete use of it. Like I, I feel that you thrive on chaos. I've written that somewhere in the book too, I guess. Yes. That, uh, you know, chaos is something that I thrive on. Totally, yes. So tell us something about, you know, how how did you get the inspiration to write the book? And, you know, what motivated you to, you know, just pen down your thoughts into a book? How, how did you start writing? And how did you, you know, what was the process? Like, w- did you face any writer's block? What was the process like? So interestingly, if, if, you, if you remember uh, early in the chat, I did mention that, I consider myself and I, I always used to write a lot. So I'm more of a creative bend of a mind guy. You know, I, I like to write and stuff in short movies and all that you mentioned. Uh, so it, it's there in me. For me, writing is something that when, you know, it's more of my passion. You know, if you talk about writing movies, that's my passion. That is something that I love doing that I don't consider that as, you know, I have to do very tediously. So yeah, it sounds really insane that I could finish it off in like a three month period, but all these thoughts, all, all these thought process that I had was very much there and written a couple of articles for uh, various magazines and uh, websites like Your Story and all. So uh, that thought process was there. It was all about building it into like a story with my com- combination of my story and the learnings that I've, I've learned. And I'm a very structured person when I write. So if you've written, uh, if you read the book, you would realize that I've written very point-wise. Yes. And I've, I've started off with a story. Uh, which would be an example like I would have faced or something like that. And then I've got into this learning around it. So that is how I also think. And that is how I've learned from those things. So most, I mean, I guess hundred percent of the things that I've written there is uh, mm-hmm. it's totally true though. I've not taken any names or anything there, but it's actually happened. The process, how I got to it is because, you know, initially, if you remember in March, when the lockdown happened, everyone was like, you know, it's going to be for like 10, 15 days. And me being a very restless guy, I thought, Chalo, ho hafta, do hafta. and then I realized it's not going to happen. So I need something to yeah. do. And uh, I always wanted to write a book. And I thought this is a great opportunity. It's chaos right now. If I don't <laughs> put my energies to something, I might just go insane. And that's when I started writing. I guess seven, eight hours a day, maybe at times I've spent on the computer writing. There has been writer's block more out of, if you give me a piece of paper, I can just fill it up. Maybe most of the commerce students can do that. <laughs> I'm being a commerce student. I know I've passed my week. Most of the guys know how they would pass yeah. their, you know, this thing, but uh, I can do that. But, you know, at times I used to just slow down and say, okay, whatever I'm writing, is it making sense? Because Frankly, one secret that I should put out is I don't read that many books. So I don't know how, and I don't read much of self-help books and also I don't know Mm. what is a typical structure. What is how a particular guy writes? Is this a norm? So if you look at the structure that I've written, I think so it's fairly unique. So I was a little worried that maybe people are just going to say that whatever he's written isn't making sense or not. So there is where I actually uh, used to take that pause. I used to ask my um, you know wife to go through it and say that whatever uh, she 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 reads a lot uh, that whatever I'm writing isn't making sense or not you know uh, am I making a fool of myself so that is where I actually took a conscious uh, maybe a day or two day breaks at times and said that let's just sit back not write today 
let's not spend those five six hours in front of the computer and write let's let's not write for a day or two and i guess that's how the journey has been so uh, and it's given me a lot of uh, i mean the reviews have been great i didn't expect it actually i didn't expect it to be trending in the top you know five top three books in the category on a regular basis i thought it's it's just going to be like something which is there and uh, but people are loving it i'm getting awesome reviews and uh, i'm really gangu now to you know ek hota na ek baar likh lete ho to lagta hai acha yaar ye chal jata hai ab tum likh sakte ho so this was like more of uh, you know validation that yeah you know i can write so i would how does it feel go how does it feel though like when you get all those reviews you know how amazing the book is because i mean the book is amazing even i have read the book and i really like the way you've put it out i mean even i don't read a lot of self help books or you know business books but the way you have explained every single thing it is unique and you know i i fell in love with the book like it it grew on me so How do you, you know, as in when you're saying it, I'm getting goosebumps about it. You know, <laughs> whatever you just said, because that's how I feel. You know, because I I have written it and I have not kept any kind of a you know a, a a curtain in front of it. I've just been very transparent. And when people give me that review, um, in fact, yeah. I just like when when they when they say all of that, I said, "Yeah, acha 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 to tha, bura kya tha bata yar mujhe." You know, I want to know that. You know, I just don't. I've many a times got into a, a discussion with a couple of my friends. I've read it and I said like. just tell me did i make sense do you think this was wrong maybe i should write it so i thrive again on critical feedback too so for me it's very important to also know that but all in all like 99% of the time i have just you know got uh, the kind of feedback that you're giving me about the fact that you know uh, it's real it's it's something that you can relate to it's transparent you've learned some people have said that you know when you're reading it they can pictureize themselves in it yeah. so that is that is great great uh, that gives you a lot of confidence uh, and when you're not an author you're not a writer per se i mean i would love to believe i mean i would want to retire once i retire get into all of that but when you're not when you're like a real estate developer Uh, with a combination of entrepreneur and you say that you read in a book then becomes too much to also digest at times like when you give that introduction most of the people are like yaar ye itna sab nahi hota hai you know ah. reality nahi hai ye thoda fake raha hai but frankly the book has been uh, something which anyone who has read has understood where i come from uh, mm. that why i have done so many things it is not by uh, you know uh, it's not it's just happened by design it just happened by, by destiny that i got into multiple things and got into that experience and that is what has helped me to get to this point and that you know thought process wow so, man yeah. wow yeah. <laughs> and so okay so one more thing i want to cover is that when i first spoke to you right you told me that apart from the business you also direct movies and you you've actually created you've created several short movies and i mean is is there anything that you can't do sab pole mat khol i'll tell you uh so like i said you know uh, i you know when i was i'll tell you I'll take back to when i was like 10 11 i started doing computer courses and i i thought i was from a creative bent of mind so i started doing graphic design courses wo time pe na aapke photoshop and 3d max corel draw ye sab you know what the courses that you used to do so i was never good at sports so i never used to get into like you know playing cricket and all but i used to you know in my summer vacation any time that you would say any of my school time i've done some course or the other during that three months or two months that you did so i was very well equipped with you know design aspects 
एडिटिंग एस्पेक्ट्स वाइल आई जस्ट ज्वाइन इन कॉलेज तो तब मैंने फिर बोला यार ये तो चलो मैंने कोर्सेज में पैसे खर्चे किए हैं अब एक काम करते हैं लेट्स डू अ जॉब सो आई स्टार्टेड डूइंग अ जॉब सो दैट्स व्हेन आई गॉट इन टू हंगामा एंड ऑल एंड समवेयर इन द 2000 व्हेन आई वाज डूइंग दिस प्लेटफार्म फॉर क्रिएटिव टैलेंट आई यूज्ड टू राइट शॉर्ट मूवी मूवी स्क्रिप्ट्स टू यू नो बिकॉज़ आई यूज्ड टू लाइक राइटिंग एंड व्हेन आई वाज इन स्कूल आल्सो आई यूज्ड टू राइट दिस यू नो वेरी वेग तरीके से पोस्टर्स बनाते थे विद माय फ्रेंड्स एंड यूज्ड टू राइट दिस मूवी स्क्रिप्ट्स एंड ऑल एंड आई started writing a movie script and me and my brother in law also the story is that my brother in law was doing a computer course uh, that time and that's when he met my sister and that's when mm-hmm. their story started and he and i have been uh, close and connected on most of the things related to movie making and he wanted to get into he was an uh, he he was a software engineer and he quit his job and he wanted to get into movies so we said yaar boss uh, let's make a movie so i had this movie idea and i wrote a script and we said let's make it and we just went ahead and made it and i was like i think so in 2000 or 2001 uh, shaker kapoor had started a short movie platform or something that time that was fairly new and he said that we'll do something like that wherein you can uh, you know submit your movie online that was way back in 2000 or 2001 so we made a movie for that mm. we were not technically brilliant uh the script was there we made a, like a 20 minute movie and uh, we're not proud of the technicalities of it but yeah that's how we started we just jumped into it you know we we mm. made a movie then we made another one you know we co-directed it i had written the script and 10000 rupees 15000 rupees ke budget mein ban jati thi wo camera tha mere paas to waise mein bana lete the 15 20 minute ki but of course we, <laughs> we acted in it we edited it we uh, did everything and wo tha kida starting se and uh, when i was in my mba also i had made a short movie actually it went uh, it won a, a second runner up in a film competition that time i was doing my mba and wow. i did my mba from symbiosis and uh, next to it there was simc i think so it was a mass communication institute and they had a film festival wherein you could make a movie and i submitted a movie in which uh, i basically uh, i shot it i edited it i it's it's a movie from a perspective of a guy so that entire movie i shot it in a day and we edited and i i submitted it and it got like second runner up the first two guys were from film institutes so mm-hmm. that gave me a lot of confidence but wo business family se tha na mai bole yaar isme struggle lagega pehle na paise kama lete hain fir banayenge movie so mai ruk gaya fir so i thought ki yaar i'll start writing and i'll get to it once i am at a situation wherein you know i won't do it for money i'll do it for my passion and that's what the book also says like you know alone passion you can't do everything you know uh, passion yeah. isn't everything you know it's a combination of passion with persistence so i live by those rules so i guess that's a reason why i've also tweaked my journeys uh, around that okay yeah. so you know my last question to you is i i know that you're a very big christopher nolan fan and when we were we had the first conversation you know we we really clicked when i when i touched that subject like you know what what's your favorite christopher nolan movie so what what is your favorite movie like i already know it but for the people who are listening what's your favorite movie so it you know uh, that is again in 2000 actually uh, when i saw his first movie i was totally amazed and that is what changed my thinking that i can go ahead and make movies uh it was memento and that movie changed my life because when i saw that movie 
he was not a big name. It was in 2000. He was no one actually. And uh, he made this movie uh, out of a very short budget. And uh, prior to that, he had made a movie called Following, which I saw after Memento. I think so after two or three movies of his, I saw Following then because I didn't get the DVD for that. And he made that movie Following in I think so three thousand pounds or something. And that actually changed. my thinking towards movies because i knew he had made a movie with 3000 pounds budget and i saw memento which was like his full release and all that stuff and i said it is possible and his you know ek hota hai na when you see something and it actually just connects with you so yeah. his language for movie his way his technique and you know how memento is it starts from the end and it goes to the start and 15 20 minutes in the movie you won't even understand what's happening <laughs> it's kind of a it's kind and the reason why he did that was because he wanted the you know viewers to make uh, go through what the protagonist was going through yeah. so it was basically you know because he's going through that short term memory loss and uh, when you're watching that movie you're confused for 15 20 minutes and then you realize what's happening and that mm. totally blew me off and i thought and that's the reason when i when i said that movie that i made it's called identity it actually is it's it's totally different but it when you see that movie is going to take you it's a 10 minute movie it'll take you 2 3 minutes to understand what's happening <laughs> i mean if it's possible yeah. i yeah, yeah, say, i would like to see <laughs> that movie <laughs> i will i'll send you it's it's about this guy who's lost his memory and he wakes up in the middle of the road and uh, you can just hear him whatever he's thinking and that's what the movie is all about it's a 10 minute movie and Uh, you can see whatever he's seeing, and that's what. And uh, frankly, I mean, <laughs> I just made a short movie. I think so. Last to last weekend, there was a India film project competition for a 50-hour movie competition. So I just had time. So on a mobile category, I just uh, you know kind of registered myself, and I made a four-minute movie. I'll send you a link for that also. Wow! <laughs> It's called a stop for nothing. And uh, you know, if you <laughs> see my typical movies that I made or whatever. i wouldn't call it sounds really weird when i say see my movie but you <laughs> see what i have made you know i'm not very proud of the technical part of it but whatever i have made it has a hint of uh, nolan in it i i for me it is not just a movie if i watch a nolan movie it is not just a movie it is yeah. for me that two hours that i would be sitting or maybe two and a half hours if it is a longer length movie i'm totally glued to it you know and i'm I, watching it i'm understanding it i am researching on it and everything so for me it's a you can say a, a, a at every point that's one level of milestone for me whenever he makes yeah. a movie for me it's a very different thing it is a very different experience for me so it's a big impact uh, i mean we we should do a podcast on that i mean this that is such a big topic that probably we should do another podcast i think uh, once we watch uh, tenant i think so Oh, yeah. we should go ahead <laughs> do this i'm just waiting for that uh, the biggest uh, i think so disappointment of the star, of the of the lockdown is that i can't watch that movie in the theater I so baki sab chal raha hai mujhe baki i'm okay with staying at home yeah. uh, i'm okay with you know giving me a lot of time that i want to do of my own stuff now so of course i'll start going out every day and finishing up my work but uh, that initial phase i was not regretting anything जिस दिन मालूम पड़ा ये मूवी यार थिएटर में रिलीज अब नहीं होगी या टाइम लगेगा तब इट वाज यू नो तब जाके वो हिट हुआ यू नो लोनलीनेस एंड डिप्रेशन क्योंकि मैं नोलन की मूवी थिएटर में नहीं देख पाऊंगा सो दैट इज द थिंग इट इज द मोस्ट डिसंग 
my favorite is the dark knight rises because you know it is it is the perfect ending to the trilogy i mean i have not seen a movie with a better ending than the dark knight rises it just brings out everything in me like whenever i'm feeling down or whenever i, I need that little bit of push right to do something i just oh, i just i just watch that movie and then you know everything falls into place so i agree with you yeah. man i mean this is a it's not a movie it is an experience and it is a journey like it it helps you to exactly. to, to do stuff so Yeah, that is passion i mean i mean when you talk about it you know the way he's made his movies and all that's a kind of passion and persistence and the combination that you need to make those movies and uh, unless you can't do that you know you have many other things and you shouldn't get into it so for me when when i look at my journey when i want to finish off there are th- few things going on and want to few finish off my real estate project and my life in real estate per se and get into mm-hmm. the tech and investment side of it for me how i see myself retiring is writing scripts and making movies not <laughs> thinking about that you know is it good uh, who's going to buy it uh, you know is it going to be working or not it should be something that i believe in and that's the reason i just paused it for two decades you know i always mm-hmm. wanted to get into movies i always wanted to make it the whole purpose was that i wanted to do it at my own terms and i think that is where uh, you know you should understand that and uh, did you see following uh, i'll send you a link of that right i uh, i i will check it out i did not watch the entire movie but you know because uh, work came up so but i will made it at 3000 pounds yeah i mean uh, that's crazy you know uh, that kind of a thing and that gives you really a good inspiration that you don't need money for money me. yeah you you just need the vision and you just need what you want to do be very persistent with it and you know like we were discussing about it he doesn't use special effects he oh, does yeah. the actual scene and for that you need the guts you know to do it so that's yeah. that's great i mean i'm i'm totally off him <laughs> yeah we can do like a we can yeah. do like a two part series on that <laughs> we can go on oh yeah i would i would love that i would love i i would yeah. you know definitely love to do something with you apart from you know just we are par and bazaar and yeah. you know all the movie directors who are listening to the show i'm not i don't think anyone is you know every, anyone listening to this is a movie director but if you are a movie director and if you listening to this buddy you got competition okay in the <laughs> next, in the next you week. haven't seen my movies yet so don't say it <laughs> Once so, you once you see it, बोले यार ये क्या है? So let me tell you a couple of those links, and then then you say it. ऐसा कुछ नहीं है. I'm I'm willing I'm, to bet. I, I'm willing to yeah. bet on you. I'm willing to put my money on you. So that 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 gives me a lot of confidence. Be kind of you. So <laughs> so Deep, it was a pleasure having you on the show, buddy. I I wish you all the best. For for everything that you do, you know, I had a blast. You know, it 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 did not feel like I was recording a show. It felt like I was talking to an old friend, and it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. talking to you. Same here. Yeah, it's been great, great uh, talking to you. It's it's a great discussion. I guess, uh, of course, I mean, uh, in in the book, there are a lot of stuff that you can talk about. But when you're talking to the person, you can actually very candid and you know talk about it. And it's it's been great discussing it out with you. Uh, just felt like you know two friends talking. <laughs> without <Yeah>. cuss words <laughs> so <that's good. laughs> yeah we will we'll, we'll uh, do that some sometime else like for that we'll, yeah, we'll once it opens up let's catch up and you know <laughs> let's catch up and celebrate our freedom i would love that all right guys uh, that does it for today's edition of vyapar 
if you want to get a piece of deep's new book brickcementand.com i will keep the links in the description please check it out like if i'm not kidding if you're an entrepreneur or if you just someone who wants to do a business this will really gear you up and the way he has explained stuff i'm just i keep on repeating myself but simplicity is really he has kept it very simple and i'm i'm sure that you'll like it so just check it out i'll keep the links in the description and you know let us know what you think of the show you know we we do this to make it a very good uh, listening experience for you guys so you know you can reach out to us at vyaparpodcast@gmail.com take care and we'll see you next week see you man take care